You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 79 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. One of the biggest talkers out there currently, and I am recording this at the end of, or I should say the beginning of December, is the similarities between the 2008-2009 market crash to what's going on today in our economy. And a lot of people point to the fact that we're in trouble, or I shouldn't say in trouble, but investment market graphs are looking very, very similar, which means the market is behaving in a very similar fashion as it did in 2008, 2009. And it's got a lot of people concerned and people point to 2008, 2009 and they go, that's when housing collapsed. I hope we don't see that again. And when I hear that, I think most people are missing where the actual bubble in our economy is currently at. It's not in housing. I believe it's actually in vehicles. And that's why in this podcast episode, we're going to walk through what I believe will be the vehicle market in 2023 and why I believe that if you are in the market to buy a used car or trade in or upgrade, 2023 might be the year for you to take advantage in doing that. So let's just review what's happened in the car market over the last 12 to 24 months. Because of COVID, a lot of inventory for a number of different reasons have dropped dramatically, which means the price of used cars all over the country absolutely skyrocketed. And because Americans are great consumers and they're great buyers of products, they went out and continued to purchase new or new to them or used vehicles over the last couple of years. But they purchased all these vehicles at astronomical prices because the value in the short term of these vehicles due to the inventory shortages went chaotic in an upward direction. So a lot of these vehicles that people could have purchased, you know, five, six years ago for $25,000, dollars $35,000, they're going for $60,000, $70,000. And it's crazy to think that people would want to make that purchase, but they did. And that leads us to 2022, where now interest rates are starting to shoot up and the economy is starting to get a little wobbly. And a lot of people believe we're entering into a recession. And a lot of people who purchased these vehicles a year or two ago now find themselves underwater, meaning that they owe more on the loan for that vehicle than the car or truck or vehicle is actually worth. Just like in 2008 with housing, people went out and financed and got giant loans for these houses that were inflated in price. And when the bubble popped and the prices of these house, houses came crashing down, they owed way more on these loans than they than the houses were actually worth. And that's what's going on in the car market right now. The kicker is a lot of people turn over their vehicles a lot more often than they do their homes. So even if they find themselves underwater on their vehicles, they're going to want to upgrade or they're going to want to change their vehicle at some point in 2023 because that's just how they operate. And what that is going to cause, in my opinion, is a lot of repossessions in 2023. 
So just think about this. If I am underwater on my car, say I bought a new vehicle for $50,000 and now a year later, I owe $46,000 on the loan and the car is only worth thirty. Well, I'm $16,000 underwater on that vehicle, but my car maybe isn't running right or it's acting up or maybe I'm just going off the whims of my consumer purchasing likes and I want to upgrade that vehicle. Well, what can I do? I don't have a lot to lean on because I have a $16,000 loan that will still be out there even if I'm able to trade in my car, which means I will need a second loan. And the problem with that is there's not many people who are going to finance or give you the ability to finance a second loan on a vehicle if you owe $16,000 more than your current vehicle is already worth. That's just not good borrowing. Although there are opportunities for people to do just that, and that is what I think is going to happen in 2023, where there's going to be a lot of banks that finance these dealerships and finance these used car or new car purchases, and they're not going to want to give up on that. So they're going to get creative and they're going to say, hmm, I think that even if somebody's underwater on vehicle number one, I can provide them financing on vehicle number two. And the thought process is if they hit some sort of economic hardship, they're going to default on loan number one, which we don't hold. They're going to continue to pay if they can on loan number two because that has their vehicle that they're currently driving tied to it. And that gets really, really interesting because all of these financial institutions, these financing institutions can start doing this to each other, meaning they know that consumers are going to pay the loan that their car is used for collateral and not some outstanding loan where they still owe a little bit of money, but the vehicle is not tied to it anymore. So these banks are going to start doing this to each other, and I think because of that, we're going to see a huge spike in repossessions in 2023, which means we're going to get a gluttony of new inventory to a lot of places that sell vehicles, and there's not going to be as many people looking to purchase because we could be in a tough economic recession in the middle of next year when this starts to take place. So if we have high supply and low demand, it means prices are going to have to come down substantially to attract new buyers, which is why I think it could be a great opportunity for people who are prepared to go out and find that next great vehicle that they've always wanted, but they've been hesitant to go after because of the inflated prices of used and new cars over the last couple of years. And that type of financing, I call it buy and bust financing, Because you're going to buy a new vehicle and you're going to let that old loan bust and just take it on the chin. And I think the way consumers work and the way the economics of the American family is setting up right now, that is going to happen far quicker and far faster and in greater volume than people realize. Because I see the, the writing on the wall right now, credit card balances are starting to grow, personal savings are starting to shrink because of inflation. And if you're one of those families that also has a big car loan that you need to upgrade or that you need to get rid of or move on from, and you're underwater, it's going to be pretty tempting just to walk away, throw your hands up and go, I can't afford, I can't pay this loan back while taking on another loan to get that other vehicle. And it sounds crazy to think about, but the probability of this happening, I think is higher than most people think. So how can you be prepared? Well, I think the first thing that if you find yourself listening to this podcast and this sounds like something 
you may want to take advantage of if it plays out like this is to make sure you have enough cash on hand because interest rates are going to go up. And if a lot of these dealership financing institutions find themselves getting flooded with loans that their original consumers can't pay back, new interests on new loans are going to be a lot higher because they have to get compensated for that additional risk. So if you can do a good job now, start saving your money and setting it aside, not putting it at risk and having it available to go out and find a great deal, I think cash buyers are going to have the ability to negotiate down prices on vehicles this summer more or better than they've had in the last 10 years. So if you find yourself in position to need a new vehicle or to want a new vehicle, start raising a little bit of cash, keep it tucked away in a checking account or savings account or someplace that's safe and liquid, even if you're not earning a lot of interest, and that is going to be your harpoon when you go looking for these vehicles that you could find at deep discounts when our economic recession kicks in and this dealership loan financing mayhem ensues. And that end up that could end up being a perfect storm for a lot of people to find great deals on really high quality vehicles as we move into the middle and toward the later end of 2023. So keep your eye on that and be ready. And that is what I think is the biggest bubble in 2023. And alternately, I think that is the biggest opportunity for some people in 2023 as well when it comes to their money. If you enjoyed this topic or you want to hear any other topics, feel free to email podcast at farmdfp.com. If you have any specific questions, feel free to email podcast at farmdfp.com and I will make sure to respond as best as I can. Finally, until next time, FarmDU Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.